and welcome to episode 190 of the Ask the Coach show where Ping Skills helps you improve your table tennis. 190 is the emergency telephone number in Brazil. Today, we're going to discuss the Rio test event that was held recently and in the questions, we'll talk about returning serve, improvement through training, switching from backhand to forehand quickly and how to serve a no-spin serve effectively. I'm Jeff Plum, and as always, Super Coach Alois Rosario is here with me to answer your questions. Welcome, Alois. Uh, thank you, Jeffrey, and uh, I, I like the way that you tied that in there, Jeff. The one nine zero with Brazil, and we're doing the Rio Test event, and uh, and uh, Paul Drinkle certainly wouldn't have needed to call one nine zero because he was the winner of the Rio Test event. Um, Drinkall, uh, one of the only uh, non-South uh, American players at the tournament, and he took it out. So um, beat uh, beat the hometown guy Montero in the final, four zero, and uh, had had a pretty good tournament. Also beat Matsumoto in the semi final, four three. But yeah, Drinkall uh, had a very good result there, and uh, he'd be pretty pleased. And wouldn't mind repeating that. I, I imagine uh, in in August next year. Yes. The, uh, um- He's had quite a few good results um, recently. He's won a few Pro Tour events, um, climbing up in the rankings. Is he going to be any threat in Rio? No. no. Okay. No. But, you know, he still, can, uh, he still can be a dangerous player for people, I think. Yeah, absolutely. No, he's, he's, he has. He's really come on, and uh, yeah, it's really good to see his, uh, his, his, his level going up and... You know, this, you know, there's nothing like going to a venue and winning and having that, that feeling at that venue. I think it, uh, it really does make a difference. You know, the next time you walk into that hall, you know that you've played well in that hall. Um, yeah, there, psychologically, it does. It certainly makes a difference. So it, certainly, it won't do him any harm as he uh, shapes up for the, uh, the Olympics in a few months. Yeah, so congratulations, Paul Drinkle. And in the women's, um, it was a, a Brazilian, all-Brazilian affair. Um, Lin from Brazil, sounds a little Chinese to me, um, beat Nakata uh, in the final. So uh, that was a 4-0 result, and it was 3, 5, 7, and 5. So haven't done much research on Lin, but uh, I, it's Gui, Gui Lin. Um, so, uh, yeah, sounds like she could be a pretty reasonable sort of player there you go excellent oh well good to see um it seems like everything went smoothly um yep. and that's good signs for next year at the olympics yeah absolutely i saw, I saw a picture of the venue it looked a bit interesting though um had um, sort of had poles in you know around um around the hall around the playing venue uh courts um, so yeah, looked looked a bit a little bit interesting, but anyway, we'll we'll see how it all shapes up when um, when uh, the real event comes. And one interesting thing I noticed was the green floors, alloys. Yes, how have they yes, been received? Green. Yeah, I I don't know that I yeah, like it, but you know, it's just change. Come on, guys, let's just get used to it. Um, it's all meant to um, be. They've changed it to green to match in with the Brazilian colours. Um, yeah. So that's yeah. the reason. Yeah, I don't know. I looked at it and I didn't think it looked bad, but I'm not convinced it's 
better than the red, but we'll have to wait and see. Maybe I'll get used to it and start to like it. Yeah, yeah, maybe. We'll 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 be used to it by the end of the uh, the Olympics and Paralympics next year, I'm sure. <laughs> yes, certainly will. All right, Alois, what happened on this day in history? Uh, 1963 it was, Jeffrey. 1963, mm-hmm. the first screening of one of the shows that I really cannot stand, Doctor Who. You cannot but, stand Doctor Who? Uh, Doctor Who, it's just one of those shows that I cannot watch more than 30 seconds of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've never been a huge fan, but I, you know, I have watched some of it. But it is, it's a huge um, TV show. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of people out there that disagree with me. Um, yeah, well, I know it's still pretty popular. My son actually watched an episode of Doctor Who recently. There yeah. you go. I'm not, not, not a sci-fi fan at all, but, you know, it, uh, it's done all right for itself. I wouldn't mind, um, you know, some of their, uh, some of their viewings. Yes, absolutely. So well over 50 years now. That's impressive. Doctor Who. All right, Alois. Um, Yesterday's Pink Skillers question of the day was, um, how many years have you been playing table tennis for? And have you ever taken a break? Yeah, well, so I suppose I I started playing um, when I was about five. Um, So that was about 12 years ago. but I might have, but I might have had a twenty-year break in there somewhere too. So, um, no, I yeah. So I started when I was five, and I played um, uh, till I was about twenty-seven, and then haven't really played any competition since. But uh, but Dita said uh, it's the third year in a club, of which one year and second year was competition. Um, it feels like my whole life before was a break. Should have started way earlier with taking it serious. So, um, yeah, so there you go, Dita. Yeah, and, um, and you find a lot of ping skillers, alloys do have a large break. It seems, um, you know, they've played it when they were younger and lots of people do. And then now they've come back and, um, you know, found some ping skills videos and got encouraged and, you know, are trying to get better. So, you know, that's that's interesting. Yeah, it, it is. We we do hear um, hear that from a lot of our ping skillers, and I suppose it just fits in with life, doesn't it? I mean, a lot of people play when they when they're young in their um, teenage years, um, and then life gets in the way. Um, you know, getting uh, getting jobs and married and kids and all that sort of thing. And when 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 you come out of the other side and you've got a little bit more time, um, a lot of people think, "Well, what can I do?" You used to play table tennis and get back into it. And I think it's why table tennis is great. One, um, you can play it forever. Um, and two, it's a skill. Like once you've learnt the basic skills and you know the skills well, then it's easy to come back and, uh, and play again. Um, a little bit like riding a bike. Very good. All right, moving on to the Ping Skillers question for today. It is... Have you ever played in a tournament? And if you have, what was the last tournament you played in? So jump on our Facebook page or the blog at pingskills.com to let us know. All right, Alois, question time. Again, I need to know that you're ready. I am ready, definitely ready. Look at me, ready. Awesome. All right, Mike D has jumped on the Google Q&A app and asked the following, Alois. He says, Hi, Alice and Jeff. Lately, I've been getting side 
underspin, which goes out wide, and it's short to my forehand. So Mike tries to return this serve, and he's returning with backspin, but his opponent loops it to his backhand as he pulls back. How can he improve this short, wide return to his forehand? Yeah, okay. So so one is, uh, firstly, think if the ball is wide, is that second bounce going to be off the side of the table? If it is, you can start to think about top spinning that uh, ball. So think if that ball's going wide, one bounce there, so it's cutting out of the side of the table, going off the, off the side, try to get there and make the top spin. If it's not, if it's just short and wide there, um, the best solution is to be able to drop that ball short and right in, into the middle area. So if you can get there quickly and uh, take it nice and early and drop it short into the middle, that um, doesn't open up the angles too much for your opponent, especially out wide into your backhand on the next ball. So, so think uh, about that. Think about where you're returning the ball to. Think about keeping the ball short and low. That's the that's the real key. If you can keep the ball short and low off the return, then it's hard for them to play a, a faster ball um, for you. The, the next thing you need to think about is just how quickly you're moving. So make sure that when you're moving, that you're moving in with your right leg and out with your right leg. So your left leg doesn't need to move too much. It's in and out, and so then you're in a ready position a little bit quicker. So, um, yeah, so really step in, get close to the table, and then push out and be ready. Um, When you're in with that right leg, um, really focus on pushing with your toes, pushing with your legs, and jumping back into position quickly. If you do that, then uh, you'll be able to cover that next ball as well if you do happen to stray a little bit higher or longer. So, But the first thing is prevent by keeping that ball short and low. And secondly, if you do need to to react, is to be able to jump back into position quickly so you can make that next ball. Yeah, great advice. A couple of things I've heard from you in the past, Alois, is when you do get in close with your right leg, one tip is to get your nose pretty close to the ball. That just means you're going to have more control because you're close to the ball. And the other thing I've heard you say sometimes is, if that short serve is not working for you in a competition and it's still going long and they are looping it, maybe just as a short-term thing for that game, you can try and you know do a few long pushes where you try and actually push it much deeper and harder to make it hard for them to loop. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so some good, uh, yeah, some good uh, thoughts there. Excellent. All right, Mike, hopefully those uh, tips from Alloys help you out. Let us know. Now... Pascale has a question. Pascale says, when I practice technique in my session and then I play, is it normal that when I do the technique soon after, I make many mistakes? But after a day or two without playing, I've improved the technique without doing anything. Is this normal? Yeah, it's it's an interesting little um, uh, thing that happens, I suppose. So often when we... Uh, are practicing, we start to get too many thoughts happening in our head and too many theories and ideas and and um, and I suppose that that's good initially because we are thinking and and getting out there a little bit. Um, but sometimes we or often we get to that confused state. So you know, firstly we don't know the skill. We practice, we practice, we practice. We've got this 
idea and that idea and we're trying this and that and there's too many ideas and we, we become confused. And so our level does go down temporarily. But when you um, process it and think it through a little bit uh, clearer, then uh, the level will go up. So then you find the things that work for you. This can happen even when you're not playing. So subconsciously, after you've played you know, and done this training for a while, um, you can start to process things subconsciously. And the next time you play, things just start to flow a little bit better. The other thing that does happen psychologically as well is because we're working so hard and trying so hard and, and we're thinking that, okay, this needs to be improving now because I'm practicing it and practicing it and practicing it for an hour, we start to tighten up and tense up a little bit and that will be a little bit more. Um, but the next time we go out onto the table, and it might be in a day's time or in two days' time, we are back to our relaxed state. Um, we've got that practice in our memory. It's there. We've been processing it subconsciously. We walk out on the table and bang, the stroke just works. So, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting phenomenon that happens, but um, uh, it's, it's a pretty common one. Mm, yes, indeed. So uh, perfectly normal, Pascale. Um, great question, though. And Alois has actually written a blog about training and improvement and how it's a long-term activity. And I think it's kind of relevant here. So I'm going to put a link in the show notes to that blog. Um, good question, Pascale. So keep working, keep training, and keep improving. Next up, Bob says, Hi. I seem to have challenges going quickly from the backhand to the forehand and the forehand to the backhand. I tend to get stuck and not uh, move, not switch very quickly. Are there any ways to improve this? Yeah, definitely, Bob. So one of the one of the things that happens here is that often we stop tracking the ball, or we or we forget about watching and tracking the ball uh, carefully. Now, tracking the ball is like important, like important beyond important. Um, so you just need to firstly focus on that. So what happens is when you start to get a little bit stuck, um, you know, switching from forehand to backhand, it's usually because um, you're not watching the ball and you're almost um, trying to anticipate or judge where the ball's coming. So the ball's there you've turned here because you think that the ball might be coming to your forehand and then the ball comes to your backhand area. And so then it's difficult to switch into the backhand area. But if you're tracking the ball all the way and just seeing where the ball is, then that switching becomes much, much easier. So it's not a matter of switching, in fact. It's just a matter of following and tracking the ball all the way wherever it is. So, yeah, um, we've got a we've got a, a lesson on this in our strokes and techniques section on, and it's actually called that something about anticipation. So, um, improving your reflexes, I believe. Improving your reflexes, yeah. So, just if you can go to that, have a look at that one. Uh, that will explain a little bit uh, more about what uh, we've been talking about here. Perfect. So it's called improving your reflexes because if you do track the ball well you actually seem to buy yourself some more time and you seem to react quicker. So it seems like you've improved your reflexes. Great video. Make sure you watch it. 
Now, Alois, how can Bob practice this tracking of the ball and switching from backhand to forehand? Yeah, so the, the, um, the main thing is to introduce some more random drills into your um, training. So random drills means that you don't know where the ball's coming. So, so we've got set drills where um, I'll get uh, my partner to block one here, one here. So you can practice your switching by doing that. But then progress and, and, um, and move on to uh, where you are doing your, your, um, your, stro- your, sorry, your drill, where the ball's coming anywhere. So I'm hitting to your backhand, but you're now going to block the ball anywhere to me. So I don't know where the ball's going. And now that forces me to really track the ball and, and uh, to be able to switch more smoothly. Excellent. All right, Bob, um, hopefully those tips help you out and good luck with practicing switching. Now, uh, Jack Onger has asked Alois how to serve no spin but make the serve look like a spin serve. Okay. So um, the, 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 the key is in your um, action or your uh, the swing through. So what you need to do to get no spin on the ball, sounds silly, but um, is to contact the ball uh, flat. But if I just do this and uh, with a serve like that, it's going to be really easy for my opponent to tell what type of spin's on the ball. So what I need to do is I need to disguise the action. So if I'm doing a um, backspin serve, this is how I would start with my racket. So that's the way that I need to start from, for the no spin serve. So as I come through, I do this and I flatten it out a little bit on contact. So I flatten it on contact and then go through. So it's here, flat and through. So that um, slight change in the action and, and the uh, but keeping it as similar as possible to the spin serve makes it harder for my opponent to read. So that, that's the main thing. It's, the disguise comes by keeping the rest of the um, action as similar to another serve as you can and then just flattening out the contact. Yeah, interesting. And the thing with serving is it's all about variations of spin, speed and placement. But if we're just focusing on spin here, Alois, people often talk about doing, you know, a really heavy backspin and then a no-spin serve. But really, I think, I mean, that's a great idea, but also like a heavy backspin and then just a little bit of backspin is also effective. As long as you're changing the amount of spin on the ball, you're going to start to cause your opponent trouble. Yeah, that's a really good point. So, so yeah, so you don't necessarily have to do a completely no spin serve, as Jeff said. That is a that's a really good point. So you can have heavy backspin and then just less backspin, and that will um, lead to the variations in the return. So if there's less backspin and they think that there's a lot of backspin, they'll lift it a little bit, um, which can be enough for you to make the attacking stroke. So yeah, it can be just uh, variations of of the degree of spin, not no spin, heavy spin. Excellent. And we've got a whole course on serving secrets um, available for our premium members. So check that out if you are a premium member. And if you're not, go and have a look, sign up. Great videos that will be available to you under our premium section. Not only the serving secrets course, there's a receiving secrets course, training secrets, There's a 52-week training plan that you can follow. 
Plus, we encourage you to send in videos of yourself so we can have a look at your game and analyze your technique and help you out. So check out the premium membership at pingskills.com. All right, thank you, uh, Jack Honga, for that question. And thanks, everybody, for watching. That wraps up show 190. Thank you, Alois. Thanks, Jeff, and uh, have a great day, Ping Skillers. Monday here, probably still Sunday in a lot of parts of the world, maybe a little bit more weekend time to get in some hitting before you go back to work. Excellent. Catch you, everybody, soon. Enjoy your table tennis.